Dude, I'll tell you, the best thing I, I could ever do is take naps. I took a nap yesterday for 45 minutes and got up and turned CNN on. And I was like, holy shit. Just everything that <laughs> happened in 45 minutes. <laughs> you must have woken up about 6.30-ish. Yep. <laughs> yep, it's when this shit hit the fan, yeah. Yep, I was like, wow, there's England, there's all this Trump shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, CNN was like, their heads were spinning. What do we cover? What do we cover? Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument, or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, May 23rd, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about Trump's new gag rule on abortion and how it affects everyone. A Christian suing the Grand Canyon. <laughs> and Trump's first 100 days in the news. Are but they first... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, we'll get to it. I just had so <laughs> okay. many questions about suing the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was relevant. Uh, Karen and I were just at the Grand Canyon, and now... Oh, that's yeah, right. We were talking about your adventures. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump the gun, but that was so off the wall. <laughs> that's why I included it. I, it looked interesting. Uh, so, once again, I wanted to talk about... Uh, we've got four questions left. Questions... From the Bible, and again, these were questions, there's kind of, an well, an atheist picked these questions. I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, so, this is the last set of questions that I have. There are four of them, and I believe, Ian, you will be going first, followed by Karen and then Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. In the Bible, Paul forbids divorce, but Jesus allows it under one circumstance. What is the circumstance? A, if the husband has sex outside the marriage. B, if the wife has sex outside the marriage. C, if either has sex outside of marriage. Or D, if the wife fails to produce a son. We're still here. We're just waiting. B. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. Okay, Karen? I'm going to go with D. What was the one if the wife has sex outside the marriage? Yeah, B. I'm going with B. Okay. Ian and Jared both get a point. Yes. Karen, uh, you know it's always the woman's fault. Come on. <laughs> well, a barren woman. You can leave a barren woman. Duh. Well, you, but you can't because that's why King Henry had to make up his own religion because Catherine <laughs> didn't give him any sons. And he said, can I divorce her? And they said, no. no. Did she oh, have sex outside the marriage? And they, he said, no, she just doesn't make any boys. And he said, fine, I'll make my own church with hookers and blackjack. <laughs> I absolutely did not base my answer on that history. I just said, it's probably the woman's fault. <laughs> Which means that you can cheat on your wife, but you can, it's okay, right? That's how I looked at it. Yeah. You could sleep outside the marriage. 
Yeah, I, I, well, there's another portion of that here later. We'll get to. Uh, right. So I, I wanted to mention that uh, this was this was from. If you want to look it up, Matthew five thirty one and thirty two is where that uh, answer came from. And not only did Jesus contradict Paul uh, from First Corinthians seven, but he also admittedly contradicted Mosaic law in Deuteronomy twenty four. So he's just contradicting everybody. <laughs> He's the boss. <laughs> he can he does make what the he rules. Wants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question number two. What group of people will make it into the heavenly choir? A, those who are poor in spirit. B, those who confess their sins and accept Jesus as their savior. C, God's chosen people, the Jews. Or D, 144,000 male virgins who have not been defiled by women. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough. I want it to be D. I'm going to soon go with it. I'm going to go with D. I'm going to trust my heart on this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Catholics have a strange thing for um, eunuch singers, so yeah, D. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I have to go with D because it was simply the longest answer. <laughs> uh, all right. Everybody gets a point. Yes! But I can't uh, this win is, this way. <laughs> in uh, Revelation 14, uh, 100,000 or 144,000 male virgins. And uh, note, uh, no Christians are allowed. These singers have to be made up of 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Hmm. Unexpected, but okay. Uh, yeah, especially since it's from Revelation and uh, that's not in the Torah. That's uh, that's New Testament. So in any case, question number three. Which of these words is in the Bible? Fairly straightforward. Hmm. A, Trinity. B, liberal. Three, sorry, C, <laughs> Christmas. Or D, rapture. I'll, I'll tell you again. Yeah. Trinity, liberal, Christmas, or rapture. Mm. Well. <laughs> <laughs> B, liberal? Karen? Yeah, I'm feeling like this is a trick question, and the answer is liberal. <laughs> I was either going with B or D, but for the sake of trying to gain points, <laughs> since even if I win a point here, I can't win the game, I'm going to go with D, Rapture. I think it's B, though, but I answer D. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting strategy. Unfortunately for you, it was B, Liberal. Yeah. Liberal is the only word that uh, in that set that appears in the Bible. Trinity is never mentioned. That's a Catholic concept that came hundreds of years later. And uh, rapture also uh, came much, much later. It was said that uh, the those who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with Christ in the clouds. That's what the rapture refers to, but they never say rapture in the Bible. <laughs> Last question. Where does the Bible say that all men are endowed by their creator with inalienable rights? A, in the laws of Moses. B, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. C, the book of Revelation. Or D, nowhere. Oh, D. Isn't that in Constitution? Wait. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, D, nowhere. I don't know. B? <laughs> don't care. Can't win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D, nowhere. That is, uh, you are correct. That is not in the Bible whatsoever. Uh, quite the opposite, actually. So, points. Ian is a clear winner here. Jared, just because you gave up near the end, <laughs> you, you, you're you one point behind Karen. However... What? Wait a minute. I could have came in second? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, you should have been doing these tallies beforehand. I thought I was so far behind that there was no- <laughs> shit, man. I knew all those answers too. I just chose differently. Oh, bullshit! I came in second too. <laughs> So it was nineteen to twenty to twenty-five, uh, and and then the, I, I think I, your strategy would have changed if I'd have given you the points beforehand. I, I'll give you that, but mm. uh, I'll share right a place with you. All right. <laughs> uh, so on to our news uh, from last time, or actually maybe not last time, but from previous podcasts. I wanted to bring up a couple couple things. Friendly atheists over at Pathios dot com. Hemant Meta has a couple videos that he has put out. The first is on the Supreme Court decision that we talked about from Missouri, the uh, Presbyterian Church. Or wait, was this a Presbyterian? I think it was. But in any case, the church uh, who wants funding for their playground, hmm. uh, they they want the, the recycled tires. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. So in any case, the, the Supreme Court has decided to take that up, which is a big thing in and of itself. Right. Because really, they look at like one percent of the things that come to them. It's right. such, it strikes me as so weird that the the argument the the case that they're taking is about a playground. Yeah, it's so yeah. odd, and that it's a clear cut. You know, it's it such really is to be. a fucking decision. Exactly. And in case you want to be uh, bolstered by your arguments, you could listen to or watch the video that uh, uh, the friendly atheist has put out because, man, he just really backs what we said. <laughs> yeah. I, a lot of people listen to the show that, that I don't think are uh, talking to us. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he comes out and he says, you know, the, why would they pick it? It seems clear cut. The other courts had already decided this appeal shouldn't be Heard at Supreme all. Court. Yeah. yeah. How do they decide what they look like? Is it again? Do they all vote on what they're going to look at? So this is something I so. that I just recently learned. They 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 do, but a lot of them have a clerical pool that they share. Then that pool decides things that they're going to throw up to the justices, and then the justices take a look at it and decide whether or not they say no or or they actually put it in. So there's actually a clerical pool and these I mean a clerical pool it's they're not just, you know, administrative assistants. These are lawyers. Well, they're clerks these are, for the Supreme right, they're Court. They're clerks, but yeah. they they're they're well trained as well in the law. They're not just, you know, well, but then, an intern. But then the justices <laughs> vote on whether they're going to look at it. That's the way I I I believe so, yes. Are they trying to send us a message right now? The ones that we all know who would want to let this one go? Well, see, that's the thing. When they looked at it, seven of the justices were saying positive things about siding for the church. Hmm. What? Seven of nine. Yeah. What? Unless, yeah. unless they don't. Well, they must have the entire argument from both sides. It doesn't make any sense. Right, and, and this and, is this is before hearing the full argument. Right. So, and, unless there's some point of law that we're not understanding, which is entirely possible. Well, unless the uh, uh, some of them are like, yeah, we're going to take this case just so we can shut it down and, and maybe make it final. Maybe I mean, since it, it it is an arguable case at this point, maybe they're taking it so, like you said, so they can. Okay, this is no longer an arguable point. <laughs> Although, possibly, I, I guess if you wanted to shut them down, I mean, I don't. How many times can a case come before the Supreme Court? Can they keep throwing it back up? Not the like, same argument. Like, yeah, okay, so, a, a new precedent has to be set for them. So to they can absolutely just be like, "No, we're not taking this one," and then you just can't go. Well, we were sending it in again. <laughs> no, so, no. so then case. that doesn't once make any re- sense. Yeah, once they reject a, a particular case, that case can't be presented again. I don't, and it believe. just stays at whatever highest court decided at that point. Right, right, in, and in we know case, every court decided on the side of the state as of yet. 
Well, when it went to the Eighth Circuit, it was actually five to five. So the previous ruling what would hold. What fucking country do I live in? <laughs> <laughs> and the one thing that he goes into that I, I didn't think about previously is the fact that, okay, so what So what if the government pays for their playground? Because it's a playground. It's for kids. Okay, we help out the kids. Well, it costs $10,000 to do this. So that means that it's $10,000 that the church didn't have to spend on this. As, so therefore, it's $10,000 that they can dedicate to putting out pamphlets and doing more stuff to spread the word of Jesus. Hmm. So it's actually aiding the church quite a bit. And if you don't, if you don't think that that argument holds water... And I completely credit him for this, by the way. This isn't me. If you don't think that that holds water, think about the Republicans going up against Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. That's their argument for why they want to pull the funding for Planned Parenthood. Even though tax dollars don't go for abortions, their argument is the tax dollars going to Planned Parenthood then allows Planned Parenthood to spend more money on abortions. That's the same exact argument that the Rep Republicans are using to try and defunding Planned Parenthood. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's true. So the churches are being really hypocritical when it comes to what this. A surprise! <laughs> mm. <laughs> this irritates me so much. Stop bringing it up, please. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. I, I'm with you, but I had gotten so angry that I have to assume there's something I don't know about this case. Yeah, there's simply That's information I, I don't too. have. There's no way that this level. There has to be some. It's got to be ignorance on my part. Because there's no other side to this argument. So I, I would need to be presented with more information about this case. Because there's, there's just, there's no confusion otherwise. Right. I understand what you're saying, but uh, I don't know what it could be. I don't either, but I want to believe that there is. Uh, the second thing that I, that he brought up that uh, I wanted to just bring up again, he has a very succinct video about another thing that we talked about, the uh, church in Alabama getting a police force. We already discussed this, and I don't think there's anything really new to, to go over, but his video is basically why you should everyone should be concerned about this. Hmm. So, again, check it out. I'll put a link on the webpage. Cool. On to state news in Wyoming. They are about to lose their only Planned Parenthood clinic. Speaking of Planned Parenthood. Right. Um, there is one left. In all of Wyoming. Yeah. Wow. No, granted. Big there state. are fewer people in Wyoming than in a lot of states. It's a, it's a big state, though. <laughs> it takes forever. Yeah, it is huge. It's a massive state. Uh, so they, it is looking like they're going to be pulling back on services in the next few weeks and will officially close July 21st. And it looks like uh, it was all caused by different laws, different uh, rules that kept getting put in place on them to limit where they could have a Planned Parenthood, how how their services had to be provided, that sort of thing. It's interesting. The clinic offers referrals for patients seeking abortion care, but does not provide it directly. So they're not even an abortion provider in that office. Well, and there's yet, other things that Planned Parenthood does. They're probably going to have rampant teenage pregnancy. Probably. If they and don't already, STDs. since they only had one in the whole fucking state. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there are other places you can get care, but yeah, Planned Parenthood has traditionally been one of the, the always available ones and not for Wyoming's. These Wyomingers? Are, are such <laughs> tremendous assholes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't even doing abortions. Could you have not nope. just left it alone? <laughs> God, they, it's like they have to kick it in the balls it's, <laughs> <laughs> while it's down. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You reap what you sow. Go ahead. Fucking get rid of it. Knock yourselves out, Wyoming. <laughs> Damn, that was one of the states I wanted to move to, too. Forget it now. Wyoming? <laughs> yeah, why was that on your list? Oh, man, I love that uh, Longmire show on Netflix. Oh, it takes place <laughs> in Wyoming. 
It looks awesome. <laughs> Nobody around. <laughs> Big sky. Yeah, forget it now. Not that I'm getting anybody pregnant, nor do I need to go to Planned Parenthood. I can buy my own condoms. Until <laughs> they, they eliminate break. that in Wyoming. No, Wyoming no longer sells condoms. <laughs> it is, a, I would agree, it is a beautiful state, but man, apparently rampant with uh, conservative Republicans. Mm. You know, same thing in my little town. I can't go five feet in this fucking town without seeing a Trump sticker on somebody's car. Or just today I was driving by somebody. Somebody lined his whole back seat with Make America Great hats. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like five of them going across. So is it going to be any different than where I'm living now? Yeah, there'll be, you know, blue skies, open yeah. fields. <laughs> A lot more cows. Oh. Yeah. Couple Fewer Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, probably similar, but in a much more spacious way. Yeah. A lot flatter. Yeah. <laughs> so on to Michigan. Sorry, I was delaying on this because I just hate this story. In Michigan, the if you recall, a few weeks back we uh, mentioned female gen- genital mutilation had occurred in Michigan, and um, a couple families had traveled traveled to Michigan from Minnesota to go to a specific doctor uh, for a special girls trip, and they took their little girls, and um, yeah, that's what occurred. So the 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 place that was, can't be legal. Oh, good right, God, no. it is not. It is okay. not. However, uh, what is it? Uh, there, There is now a lawsuit that is their lawyers are coming up with claiming that the, forcing them to not perform the procedure is a violation of their First Amendment right, their religious freedom. No. You guys are going to hate me on this one. <laughs> that is their argument. It, it, is, it, it is about as valid as the other um, religious freedom laws in that it's not valid at all. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I have problems with this article. Like there are pieces of this article that I, I have trouble reading to myself, let alone reading it out loud. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> I, I am totally against this, and I'm very curious where Jared's going. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even want to say anything. I, I just want to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not agreeing that doing that to a seven year old girl because I didn't see that at first. Mm. Probably not a smart idea to do, but. Everybody seems to be okay with chopping little boys' penises off in this country. Totally different. Male it, circumcision is nowhere near I female genital I, mutilation. I understand that. But why but, would you lead with that if it wasn't an intention to make a comparison? Well, well I think because, it was a, a comparison. I just uh, – and it is comparable. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's mutilation. There's no doubt well, about it. <laughs> but the but the purpose of the mutilation is completely different. The purpose exactly. of male I, I, I mutilation understand is that. What, cleanliness I'm not, and I'm not even sure what the reason is for male circumcision. Why? But uh, it certainly yeah. was a religious thing at first, right? Yeah, always. Has and been. we seem yeah. to be okay with that to some extent. Well, okay, but no, not really. But the the purpose of female genital mutilation, though, is expressly to prevent women from pleasure during sex. I I I know That's I it. know why they do it. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you've reached a whole other realm here with with, with FGM. So, yeah. well, look, if it were up to me, yes, you wouldn't do it. I'm not advocating it. I don't think it's a good idea. But if it's part of your religion, I don't no. know what religion includes that. Well, someone must be. I didn't I mean I might didn't read the whole fucking article, but but actually, it's, I don't. It, it's not traditional to the religion. It's traditional to the the culture. If, is it, the well, tribal. if it's a cultural, that's that's a completely different thing. But it shouldn't be. Why do we allow religion to have a special place in the way that we treat our children? Well, that's a whole other argument you yeah. wanted to, to do there. <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah, with that you. Goes, that really goes into my <laughs> argument because my argument is that seven-year-old, 
isn't religious yet. Right. Like she was born into a Muslim family. She was not she she hasn't she doesn't have a good grasp on what Islam means and what it means to be in that religion. She or a good grasp on what what this procedure was. They they lied to her. Yeah. I mean, they specifically lied to her because she's property. And I, I'm not saying this is with Muslims. This is with people. P way too often, people think that their children are their property. Mm. Those are human beings, and you have surgical procedures on them. That's affecting them for the rest of their lives. And I don't think that they should be allowed to do this. I don't think that the, I certainly don't think it should be legal for the doctors to do it, but mm. I think the parents should be punished as well. Just as a parent that um, doesn't take their child to a doctor because they're Christians, what is it, Christian science? Right. Same, same. If your child is injured because of your actions, because of your religion, you are responsible for them and you have, have to pay the consequences, which means going to jail and your child is taken away because it's child abuse. Sure. Right. Simple. <laughs> right. I agree. This is, this is indeed no different. So, Jared, is your argument that uh, this should just be included for circumcision as well? Sure. I could be on, <laughs> I'm on board with that. I if, didn't if get it. it. If you had given me that choice at seven, I probably would have told you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do what? <laughs> I yeah, just I, said my point was, well, look, like you said, if it's a if it's a, just a cultural thing, then, yes, it's completely wrong. If you're a United States citizen and for some you have some wacky religion that says that this is part of your religion, there's not much you can do till you change that part of it. Was my was, was really my argument. I'm not mm. again. Let me reiterate: not advocating this <laughs> for girls in any way. Nor am I advocating circumcision, other than mm. the fact that you might get made fun of by a girl <laughs> or other boys. I'm just saying, <laughs> boys are me. Uh, again, I, I I think that where again, and I I had learned this from this very podcast. And where the line needs to be drawn is if that is part of your religion, is that women of your religion need to have their genitals mutilated, then if your 18-year-old daughter decides to have her genitals mutilated to remain faithful to that religion, then I support that. If you have, if you dupe your seven-year-old child mm. into being tortured, then you deserve to go to prison. Agreed. But... If they're, but again, because I, I, I haven't read this article, I don't know where these people are from. I don't know anything about it other than the fucking headline at this point. It is what religion are they, and what are they? They're, how does this fall under the First Amendment? Like what part? What religion are they? They're Muslim. Yes, they're Muslim. Is there anywhere in the Muslim religion saying that f about female gender? Uh, so I've heard this argument in in both directions that no, it is not part of the Quran, therefore it is not part of Islam. However, pretty much this only occurs in Islamic states. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. So our, the argument can be made either way, I think. So it's not written down anywhere. No. As it, I don't well, even think it's in a hadith. I think it's in it's more of a control mechanism byproduct. And, and it's become a cultural thing, and it's right. I mean it's common in the Sudan and a couple of other countries, but not in all Muslim countries. It's not a universal Muslim thing by any all stretch right, so of the imagination. Instance, true, circumcision it's it must be somewhere written down in, in the Jewish religion that you have to no, do. Oh, absolutely, this. it is right. Okay, so in it's that so th throughout the Old Testament, having this information, yes, these doctors and these people should be arrested. Am I okay with Ian now? Ian doesn't want to come here and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to look at all angles before I make my decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently in this case, the defendants were part of the Dawoodi Bah... 
Bahra, and I probably mispronounced that, but it is an Indian Islamic sect. Hmm. I have a question. Hmm. Yes. About women's anatomy. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh-oh. I'll see if is I can this help. something, if they, I mean, <laughs> if they were hell bent on doing this to their children, is this something you can't do when they're an infant? You have to, there's like a woman's clitoris form at a certain age, or what the hell? Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I, I think. Is it just, it, I mean, like, because it's an infant, is it so fucking tiny that it's like almost impossible to do? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, th- yeah. This is something that's often done when the... the oh, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, the I know. girls are not quite teenagers. They're, like, just about to hit puberty kind of thing. Yeah, don't they, like, bind their legs together for, like, a month or some bullshit like that? It, it, de- some of it them. depends on the, mm. the sect. The, in this case, it was it was... It was fairly, I'll say it was fairly mild in this case. In the article, the girls actually give their own description of it. That's Mm -hmm. the part of the article that I have problems reading. But the way they describe it, they're like, they just didn't know what was going on. And they went in, had a procedure. Now they're like, what just happened? Right. It wasn't as brutal as... Right. It was clinical. Right. It was very clinically done. Yes. And I mean that Still, is another problem. If you make it completely illegal and you don't, they don't have any doctors to go to. Maybe they'll have grandpa come in and do it. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, but again, I think the parents need to be responsible for this as well, not How, just the doctors. Know, I mean, I don't want to make a generalization here, but do you really love your? I guess you're right. You don't mm. look at your kids as kids with love. You look at them as property. I guess it's a totally different thing. Like, how, how could you do that to your seven year old daughter? Like. It's just a horrible thing. It's like you just like you have no emotion, right? Well, it's because your your religion has taught yeah, you. Yeah, you're you are freeing them from that burden that they are going to experience later in life. Right. You've done a great service for them. Right. They will not. They will not be um, tempted to stray because they don't enjoy the act. So they won't want to have an affair with anybody. So they will always be faithful to the man that you choose for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I I again because I don't have any children. I don't know what this is like. I just assumed that some kind of weird parental thing kicks in once you have a kid that you just want to protect your kid. I mean, even, you know, in spite of your moronic, crazy religion, you know, and be like, you know, God, that just doesn't seem right. You know, we're going to, we're going to do that to her. Really? My own flesh and blood? Well, the sweet child who doesn't know anything? Right. Think about it on a a continuum. Um, Would you get a Doberman pincher and crop its ears and dock its tail? Me personally? Yeah. No. Is it is it the 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 cruelty of of cropping the ears and docking the tail? You just don't like dogs. <laughs> no, I'm a big animal lover. I just wouldn't want to do that to an animal. <laughs> sure. So so it's it's not okay to do that kind of thing to an animal. It's it's modifying it for aesthetic purposes. This is the same thing when you're doing it to a human being. I agree. I just I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Listen, I got my cat declawed. Oh. No, before you jump under a uh, jump on me, <laughs> he had he had an issue where his claws were growing and like ram horning, like because mm. he the tendon wasn't pulling him back. Oh. And I went to the the vet, and the vet was like, "Well, you got to get him declawed." And I said, "Oh, okay." Not I did not investigate this first, mm. and I thought declawing was something very simple. Then when I got him home and I actually looked it up, I felt fucking horrible for months mm. for what I did to this cat. So. I don't know. Are these people human? Because I couldn't do it. I, I feel sympathy for a dog I don't even own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's what, that's kind of why we do this podcast, because that this is what religion does to people. It makes it okay. It makes it that you have to do this. And it makes you think that it's something that you should do. And that's horrible. And yeah. that's why religion is evil. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, if I guess if you're coming at it from that angle and you're like, I do love my daughter, and that's why I'm doing this. But it's just, I yeah. just feel like, isn't there some thing that kicks in in your brain that you want to protect them from harm and all? Well, think of the the, the mother who had this done to her, and she's going along with this. Yeah, Not that she I, should I be like, this is fucking horrible. Don't do yeah. it. <laughs> and I don't blame her more, but I kind of do blame her more because she knows what she's setting her daughters up for. How can you do that? Oh, my God. And this is what their God wants? Why did he give her the fucking clitoris in the first place? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I don't remember what comedian it was, but it was talking about uh, parents looking at a beautiful baby and how this baby is perfect. Now, if only we can just cut off a little bit of their genitals and we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to move on because I think uh, I'm Thank just you. tired. Of, yeah. On to Texas, kind of, although this goes way beyond Texas. Uh, there is Texas legislature, which are – they're trying to, I think, sneak in while everybody is watching Trump. Mm. Um, at least that's what this article claims. They're trying to use a stealth strategy by adding discriminatory amendments to must-pass legislation. Where have we heard this before? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're trying to uh, add religious liberty uh, onto bills that need to be signed no matter what. And the, the article goes into, it's not just in Texas, There's they're all over the place in various states. They, uh, different groups, mostly uh, sponsored by family values type organizations, are uh, trying to get legislature in place and sneaking it in because too many of them have been shot down because they're on their own. And when they're on their own, they get attention. They get news. Sure. The, the article, again, this is on the Huffington Post, and the article talks about several different pieces of legislation, how they're being added and being pushed through. And it talks about how this is fallout from Trump. It's 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 like when, since Trump has been in place, there's an emboldening factor that uh apparently the religious right think that they can get away with no shit. stuff in well and there's there's very little downside for them to try at this point so yeah if it yeah. doesn't work they just try a different tact they want to get in laws that allow medical professionals to deny care to gay lesbian bisexual transgender people correct yeah oh come on um, will allow state-funded adoption and foster care agencies to turn away applicants on religious grounds denying patients who are lgbt or even those who are jewish muslim or atheist Oh, we knew that. That that's that's come up the last three shows that we've done. Yeah, they're just doing it in an omnibus motion. <laughs> Wait, can, yeah, so I mean, can they deny medical professional to atheist as well? Is that lit? That's not listed in here. Oh no, it's, uh, I, but I guess that's next. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one example is the Texas Board of Nursing. The one law is to make it so that uh, you couldn't punish discriminatory actions committed in the services if a nurse's religious beliefs were impinged upon. No. So <laughs> that's very broad. That's a broad statement. That's ha – Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was going to say, just when you are in a – that sort – that is a position that does not grant you the luxuries of denying making a cake <laughs> for a gay couple. Yeah. Like, these people have to die because my religion says gays are bad, which they don't. It, uh, it's just you can't bring that into play when you're a medical professional or a first responder or something where lives are on the line. That's just – that's – Yeah, I mean, think about – so a paramedic gets to a, a car accident. Oh, no. Yeah. They they have an LGBT sticker on the back of their car. I'm not going to pick them up yeah. off of the side of the right. highway. Right. I mean, really? 
So <clears throat> when I watch The Handmaid's Tale, and I'm absolutely horrified mm. at what I'm seeing, do these people watch that show and go, wow, that looks fucking awesome? <laughs> I'd really like to know the answer to that question. Yeah, like, yeah. what's wrong with this? Why do people think this is bad? This is fucking great. Mm. Like, I can't, again... You know, they say that human beings, like, really in a pinch will sacrifice themselves to save other humans, especially more if it's your own flesh and blood, but apparently not if you're Muslim. Uh, I just can't even – could you imagine doing that? Like, you have the means to save a person, and you're like, oh, the rainbow sticker on the back of the car? Yeah. I'm just gonna, hey, call that atheist EMT guy. Where is he at? Can he come? I I'm mean, just gonna, I'll sit here and wait. And it's such a the, – the, the, the amount of focus and attention – that such a seemingly minor component of <laughs> some scriptures hmm. just what like why would you beyond the fact that you're just going to ignore you know everything else to focus on this like why is the negativity in your scripture so much more important than all of the love and forgiveness and embracing your fellow man well yeah but you know when you get like 60 chapters in there's that one line that's like yeah i'm not so good on the gays that's the super that's the part that's you should oh, that's a, the most important part of the religion well, simple explanation for that it's absolutely cherry picking it's it's because when they see two guys kissing or holding hands it makes them feel weird inside so they went to their bible and searched and tried to find the thing to back up that feeling and they found that one verse and they went see this is yeah. god's word also, you can't call me a bigot. It's part of my religion. Right. But secretly, I just fucking hate gay people. <laughs> <laughs> if you if the if the religion never existed or somehow got wiped out, all of a sudden, I'd find another fucking reason. Hmm. The one disturbing sentence that's in this article is a nurse who believes that men are the head of the household could breach client confidentiality to disclose a woman's medical condition to her husband against her wishes. That's got to be breaking some fucking law. <laughs> I mean, really? Currently <laughs> yes, it, is. it is. However, it, it is already uh, – one of these laws has already passed the uh, Senate and House in Texas and is on the governor's desk, and he's expected to sign it. Right, but so, there's other laws in place that, like – does this religious thing trump every other fucking law? I, I don't see how, but – No. No, it'll be immediately in court, and they'll probably lose. But the fact that they're they're – got to actually be a law it went through all of the requirements to be a law and it's there is horrific so if you're a democrat or if you're a republican and agree with this get off your ass and vote against these assholes seriously yeah and if you're a human being with any basic emotion <laughs> don't fucking move to texas <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness like and, and just even a shred of empathy and let the must pass legislation that has this shit tacked onto it let it fail just let it not be passed. Turns out we can put up with a government shutdown. We've done it, what, three times in the past three years? Oh, my God. Yeah, so you can't go to a park for a couple of days. Big yeah. fucking deal. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it is actually a problem. There's people not getting paid and stuff. But really, you can't let this stuff pass. All right. I'm moving on again. Okay. Do it. On to some international news. This is actually international news from the United States. Trump's statement um against well they're calling it the global gag rule so it's affecting a whole bunch of humanitarian stuff any humanitarian facility that does abortion supports abortion or talks to people about abortion can lose their funding 
uh, due to this gag rule. And we talked about it before in the fact that it goes back and forth, right? The fact that there's if there's a Democrat in office, that this gag rule is dropped. And if there's a Republican in office, the gag rule is put back in place. Yeah. However, according to this article on Think Progress, this uh, Trump's is actually way more than – uh, previously, I got the biggest, best gag rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could affect a whole lot. There are $9 billion in international aid that could be restrained and not gone out. And most of that is aimed at combating HIV AIDS as well as the Zika virus and malaria. But uh, a lot of that could just not go out because of this gag rule. Well, it, it, to be clear – he doesn't give a shit about anybody internationally. And he really doesn't give a shit about anybody that's not a millionaire at a minimum in this country. So this is not surprising. Sure. I mean, given all the other stuff that, I mean, the budget and everything that was put out, not right. not incredibly surprising. It's just $9 billion he can give to defense funds or to, you know, double dipping on tax, re on tax revenue decreases for billionaires. So Right. <laughs> Ugh. So I don't really have a whole lot more to say about this except mm -hmm. uh, just how awful it is. Um, yeah, he just is generally made, despicable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has made it far worse than it was under the Bush administrations. Either one and it's all them. about money, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all about money. Fuck other people. Yeah. And Mike it? Pence gets a boner out of it in the end. He's <laughs> like, hey, Pensy here gets a boner and we get more money. <laughs> it's a win-win. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the statement that he made when signing it he made something about uh, it will protect life because it's <laughs> yeah. against abortion, but uh, it won't. I mean, the no. fact that AIDS will spread almost unchecked in Africa again. I mean, yeah, that, I'm sure that'll be fine. <laughs> Reap what you sow. Zika. Could you? Oh my God! Right. Zika is pretty horrifying. I mean, not, not for people who live in hermetically sealed towers. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and have uh, access to DEET. Yeah. We'll start taxing the water soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to throw this in because it's actually a, a kind of a good thing. In Montreal, they have started actually taxing churches. So they have been cracking down on some of the uh, on some of the churches. They've been sending people in, taking a look at what the church is actually doing, seeing that, oh, well, this section of you, you have a whole section of your church that isn't dedicated to worship in any way. You have to pay taxes on that. Oh, so do they have some kind of equivalent to the Johnson Amendment? Yeah. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but yes. But then apparently in 2015, they started cracking down on a little bit because churches were, were doing other things. Now, unfortunately, some of the things that the church was doing like, was like food banks, girl, mm. girl Scouts, Boy Scouts type stuff. But uh, the government's coming in and saying, well, that's not active worship. So it only applies to the place of worship. Uh, you have to pay taxes on this. Well, it's that's a, fair. That would indicate that they're making money from these things. I yes. Mean, if they're volunteering the space for Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, there's no penalty. It's if they make money off of it, they pay taxes. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure you, they're making money. <laughs> you can't tax something if you're not making money. Yeah. There's nothing <laughs> so, to right. tax. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're t if they're taxing, you know, people what people tithe to get back, you know, Girl Scout space, but it doesn't sound like they are. They're taxing income. I'm fine with that. More and more reason to move to Canada. Yeah. yeah, weed, yeah. this, and I think I heard you can go topless in Toronto or Montreal, and they forgot about it. <laughs> they forgot there was a law there, and they're like, yeah, you can do that if you want. They reminded people. <laughs> yeah, their exotic dance parlors are fully nude and serve booze. Mm -hmm. 
Man, that place, Canada is an American hero, as far as I'm concerned. That reminds me, I know this is, I know we're kind of on this story, but you didn't have this listed here. I don't even know if you heard about it. Did you hear about the the people getting arrested in Flint, Michigan at the church for the water uh, meeting? I have not. Oh, see, you guys got to watch the Young Turks, man. You can hear (laughs) about this shit. They have video of it, so I know it's true. (laughs) So they were having a town hall meeting. And uh, it was about the, the water crisis going on sure. and everything like that. And um, the sheriff or whoever at the beginning of the meeting, again, on video, I saw it, was like, while you're here, you will respect the rules of this church and you will do this and that. I'm not I'm not fucking around with you people. I will arrest people. So you guys have to take your hats off. You have to do all this shit. Right. Now, before I move on, apparently, I didn't know this. If you hold any kind of meeting that's not church related in a church, church rules do not follow. Hmm. So you can't right off the bat you can't say that. So in the end, four or five people ended up getting kicked out of the church for disrespecting the church because I guess they were yelling or screaming or whatever, and uh, they got arrested <laughs> and put in jail for the night. And uh, someone jumped in. It might have been freedom from religion or somebody, and was like, "Oh, you guys broke tons of fucking laws here." <laughs> uh, they let the people go and then haven't said a word yet. They don't know what they were charged with either. Oh. Well, I guess yeah. they, you do have time to char- actually charge people, so. But I thought you might get a kick out of that, that they hmm. got supposedly arrested for disrespecting the church. Hmm. Now, I don't know. There's no video of what exactly that they said. You just, it's them, it's the sheriff giving the speech and then the lead out of them yelling and screaming and, of course, handcuffing people and pushing them into shit. You know, typical cop asshole stuff. Hmm. Uh, but I think the mayor might have come out and said, this is, you know, these people are already hurting. Why are you arresting them or something? There's something good came out of it, but okay. I, that happened weeks ago. Huh. Yeah, see, mainstream media don't fucking talk about that shit. Well, I'm sure there was <laughs> some Trump disaster that day because it's, yeah. it's every day. Yeah, true. <laughs> I understand they got their hands full, but yeah. it is a 24-hour news cycle. You could fit it in five minutes somewhere. <laughs> You'd think. But no, yeah. they, have to talk, they have to talk to Jeffrey Lord again. <sighs> Did everybody see the Anderson Cooper take a dump yes. on your desk clip? <laughs> <laughs> That oh was the God. best thing ever. <laughs> Ian, did you see that? I didn't, but I'll look into it. Oh, okay. it's Ian. It's... If you thought the eye roll was great, I don't know if you saw that with Kelly and Conway. This goes a hundred times better. He, Cooper was talking to uh, Jeffrey Lord, and, and Jeffrey was making ex- an excuse and about... I don't even know which topic it was. I think it was so the, the passing the classified documents. Okay. To the and Russians. he was making an excuse and saying that it's more about the leakers and stuff. And Anderson Cooper comes off with, you know, somebody could take a dump on the desk in the Oval Office and you'd defend it. Well, he specifically <laughs> said, take a dump on the desk. He yeah. said he could, not somebody. He meant right, Trump. Trump, Trump. yeah. <laughs> and Kudos to Jeffrey <laughs> Lord, though, just laughing it off. He's like, yeah, hey, you're probably right. <laughs> um, onward. Uh, Russian. Activists say that there have been visas for, uh, for the U.S. Not people have not been able to get visas to the U.S. There are specifically forty people who survived. I'll say uh, a crackdown in Chechnya. The forty Chechnyans or Chechens, I Chechens. guess is pronounced, mm-hmm. gays are are now in hiding in other places uh, across Russia, have been trying to apply for a, a United States visa and have been apparently turned down repeatedly. Right. Uh, their reason? lives are in danger, and uh, the United States is not going to try and get them out. 
And I don't understand exactly the reason why. I don't remember anything that Trump did that would cause this. But um, it's a bad situation. And uh, this was on a Vice News a little, little, a few days ago. But the mm. article that I'm looking at is on BuzzFeed. Yeah, I don't, I don't, well, we I, don't want to piss off Putin. <laughs> and we know Putin and this Chechnyan guy are buddy-buddy. Yep. And, and Putin has said there are no gays in Russia. Yeah, makes perfect so, sense. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that uh, there has been a specific you know, edict to the naturalization and immigration department saying, you know, gays no. are not a protected class. But I'm fairly sure that any more gays are not a protected class and don't get... Um, humanitarian treatment just because their lives are in danger now nikki haley uh is quoted in this article as saying if this is true it's a violation of human rights and cannot be ignored but i would certainly suspect that i mean if i remember correctly vice news was actually over there and interviewed a couple people i remember specifically they altered voice and wouldn't show the faces of, of some of them because they're in hiding so the the whole idea that well if it's true sorry aren't you the uh our ambassador, shouldn't you, to, to the to UN? The UN. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you could do something about this. I don't know. Yeah. She might. Nikki Haley seems somewhat has Reasonable. no Trump stink on her. Yeah. I don't, so I don't know what she can do, though. I, I, yeah. I don't think she can do anything with uh, immigration. Well, she could bring photos. So. <laughs> no, she, she, could, she could make a, a stink. stink about it. Yeah, true. I can't believe nobody is doing anything about this. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Mm. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that seems bad. Let's move along. <laughs> Supposedly up to uh, 100, well, it says at least 100 men have been detained on the basis of their sexual orientation. And uh, those who have gotten out have been saying that they were tortured and beaten while they were detained. So it is really an unsafe environment. Mm. Oh, I heard things about sitting on glass bottles and things like that. Mm. Yeah, all, all different kinds of torture. And yeah. some of them have disappeared and not shown up again so you know yeah kidnappings torture and disappearances so now in in russia and chechnya you know, this this thing with hating the gays is that a religious thing or is it just like what like what sparked hmm. that all of a sudden i don't know i don't know the background entirely i mean i know that the the russian orthodox church has to be behind it in some way i don't have evidence of that but i'm pretty sure it's true <laughs> all right i'm saying because putin and this other guy they don't seem very religious well the chechen guy maybe but yeah, Putin's not. Putin's all about Putin. So yeah, well maybe he's more he's alpha, alpha male manliness kind of thing. He's like I just gay people bug me out. I don't like yeah, it. or either that or he's um, closet homosexual, which is a possibility. Who knows? That could be true too. Yeah, he does like to wander around with a shirt off. So yeah. it's funny too. After that John Oliver thing about this this Chechnyan guy with the cat, like seems like so not good now, <laughs> considering <laughs> what we've learned. Like, it was funny, and he was like, let's go on his Instagram and show him pictures of cats. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now it's like, oh, now let's go on Instagram and call him a fucking horrible human being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, something that uh, I don't think we could skip. Karen, you put the article in. I did. Well, I started off with uh, reading an article by Lawrence Krauss, and this is actually about a terrorist attack. It's about, no, oh, which one was it? San Bernardino. It was an article that Lawrence Krauss wrote about San Bernardino back in January 2016, got me thinking about terrorism and the events of uh, last night in Manchester. 
So, um, there were, what, 22 people killed, 59 injured, many of them children, as young as eight years old. I think the the youngest one so far has been identified. Sure. It's a Ariana Grande concert. You're going to have a lot of... Young kids. A lot of younger kids there. Absolutely. Mostly girls, yeah. Although, it was weird. CNN interviewed one dude who was in the front row. I'm like, eh, that's weird. But, all right. I mean, a grown man. So, whatever. I don't doubt Ian would go to an Ariana Grande concert. <laughs> I have, I am not an Ariana Grande enthusiast, despite what you might believe. <laughs> I think this one bothers me more just because of the the fact that they picked an Ari- Ariana Grande concert. I mean, this one. I, I mean, the, the Eagles of Death Metal. Was it them? I don't remember. In Paris, that was bad enough, but that was a bunch of adults, and that's somehow different. You know what I mean? This yeah, was. I think so because I mean, I mean, the first thing that I started wondering about is: is it because these girls? I mean, Ariana Grande. Kind of, I mean, to a lot of these girls represents a, a strong female figure. Yeah. And is it is it really that that they're striking out against? Well, possibly. I mean, the, the fact that it's a strong female figure who is not wearing a hijab. Yeah, possibly. But do we know that this is a terrorist attack? Well, ISIS has claimed responsibility, but that doesn't really mean anything. It might have been ISIS-inspired. The guy that um, actually did it, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to give the credence was born in Manchester to uh, Libyan parents, I think it was. A traditional Muslim. Uh, a traditionally okay. a Muslim, but... And he's charged with this? He, he's the guy that blew himself up. Oh, he's gone. Okay. He's, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> okay, so I guess we can assume it had something to do with religion then. Yes. It's not, I, a, not, a, not a hard leap to make. Right. And another man that lived at the same address as him was also arrested. I don't know if it was his brother or, or what. Don't know. None of that's come out yet. But it, it always... Every time something like this happens, though, I always struggle with understanding why they do it. I mean, why do terrorists do this? What is it they're trying to get out of it? And why do they do it? I mean, religious intolerance, moral outrage. What is it? And why do they you know, insist on doing terrorist acts, acts instead of just going and fighting in the war in Syria? When a lot of people talk about how the fact that they're political, politically motivated, not religious motivated, I, I find it very difficult to understand how an attack on an Ariana Grande concert is going to be politically motivated. Yeah, exactly. And I don't but have I, I don't have as strong of a leap or a big of a leap to take to think that it was religiously motivated. But I always go to were these people already kind of mentally unstable to begin with whether the, and the religion was just their funnel at the time, but if the religion didn't exist, they would have found another way sure. to do I mean, something. I mean, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I think the the inherently violent individual that's manipulated by the religion, sure. You know. We all grew up with kids that were bullies and, and um, had a potential for doing something bad. And the, these particular ones were just grabbed by this religion and, and put to purposes that are unconscionable. But yeah, no human emotion. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be some kind of sociopath to make that leap. Right. So... An Ariana Grande concert, so it's, you know, teen, preteen girls for the majority of them, or at least, you know, I'd say for the majority. A large number of them were going to be young women. So, and then I went to the the evil scientist skit on the most recent SNL. When is something too evil? Is there a limit when you're talking (laughs) about violent, you know, extremism? Is this going to push some people over the edge? Because these are completely innocent people. They have no care in the world about religion well in what way do you mean push them over what edge push who over what edge so people that are muslim and are um supporting j- jihadism in a you know but are not full-blown 
psychopaths. Will this pull some of them back from the edge? Because this was such an evil act. Doubtful. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like like the ones that I've spoken to are very much in the camp, and I think we've mentioned this before, of, yeah, that's not a great thing, it's horrible, but, you, you know, I'm not going to do anything about it. It didn't affect Sucked. me personally, so... Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it, but they got what they deserved, in a sense, like, you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna, you, I mean, like, I know that Ariana Grande is a little racy in her mm-hmm. outfits, that could have been part of it, well, she shouldn't have dressed like that. Ugh. You know, I'm serious, like, that's the thing, like, I told you the thinking with, after the Pulse nightclub, like, well, they were gay, they were yeah. gay, Karen, you know, they had it coming. That makes it okay. No, I'm not saying it makes it okay, I'm saying, no, no, you're, I'm if you're thinking yeah. this is gonna push them because <laughs> innocent girls. Yeah. You know, I don't think so. I think they're just going to be like, it's it's a tragedy. I'm sorry, but they shouldn't have been there. Well, it's horrible. The, the same the same people. I mean, how do the people feel about honor killings or you know throwing acid in the face of of young women? I mean, if you're if you're not horrified by by those actions and you think, well, obviously she did something wrong. Then mm. how how are you mm. going to have any more compassion or empathy for a group of kids at uh, at a concert like this? I just I I don't understand the mindset. I I don't think that it is just sociopaths because you can have a very decent person who is saying these things. Uh, you know you know what I mean? Like somebody who who has these beliefs in in. Islam or even the the Christian extremists that we've seen the terrorist attacks from in, in this country a lot of the Christians you know the fundamentalists will be like well I see what you know where they're coming from I see what they did you know they stopped that abortion clinic by killing that doctor oh or, no but I met the person who actually carries out the act being the sociopath right not mm-hmm. not the people being like well you I'm know, still not sure that that's necessarily I, a maybe not in every case I'm sure yeah. but well, my mean, my argument would be that anybody that um, supports and doesn't fight against it is not a decent moral person. And you said there are plenty of moral people that are, you know, fundamentalist Christians that say it's, oh, it's okay because he was providing abortions. I think saying those things and believing that makes you not a decent person. Mm. But so, would would was that person would that person be decent if it weren't for the indoctrination into a religious belief? Possibly, Would the person that, be able to feel more empathy toward their fe- fellow man if they didn't, you know, segregate that person based on a, a belief system from the Bronze Age? Mm. Maybe, but the, that, the bus has already gone down the line. They've already made that choice. And they've already Depends, decided. right? How do they feel about gay people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's do funny. they feel queasy? <laughs> Does it make them uneasy? Yeah. But in a lot of these things, we've been talking about how it's it's your group that's right and everybody else is wrong. And your religion makes it okay. Your your culture makes it okay. And I was thinking about uh, the Lord of the Flies or Animal Farm and the lessons from middle school reading that I didn't understand then and beginning to get now. That you put people in a situation where the only people they talk to are people that believe exactly the same as they believe. And they... They change, and then everybody else becomes evil, and everybody else becomes less human. And that's really the thing that we're fighting against with ISIS and, and fundamental Christians and everything else, really. Well, that's the thing is, are human beings just naturally sheep-like? Because it sometimes feels that way. Yeah. I think the instinct of tribalism is way stronger than people are able to admit themselves. Yeah, you I might agree. be right. And Lord of the Flies and Animal Farm are available on Audible.com, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
if you, if it's been since middle school since you've read it, eh, it might be worth another read because they're interesting stories. They're uh, and they're even though they're about young boys or um, animals on a farm, um, right? It does now that you're an adult and can comprehend it and have a chance to actually sit down and enjoy the book and don't have to stop every <laughs> chapter and write a review as to what you thought that <laughs> chapter was intending and and not following it all really. <laughs> oh my god, they just killed my love of reading. <laughs> or watch a movie and go, oh, it's a cool cartoon about talking animals. Oh god, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because I look back on it now and they really are interesting, I don't know, allegories about the evil that human beings can perpetrate on each other just because they think they're different. I don't know. But listen, I can kind of see that in some... I mean, listen, if I got stranded on an island with 30 or 40 people and, like, the majority of them, if not, say, all of them except for me, believed this certain thing and were like, we need to kill all the women or what? something like that. <laughs> and, like, they were just... Hear me out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and it was a very violent situation. And, mm. like, if I disagreed with them, I, my life would be at jeopardy. I don't know how I would handle that. Like, would I just be, like, quiet and be like, this is fucking insane and I should get out of this if I can, but I'm not going to say anything. They're going to fucking kill me. <laughs> or do I stick up and be like, no, you shouldn't kill all the women. That's ridiculous. We need to have sex with them or something. <laughs> Self-preservation, sure, has to play a role. I mean, but they they say, like, uh, I was talking to somebody. They were talking about mob mentality and stuff like that. Like, if you're in a room with 100 people and you all watch a movie – together and you think this movie is absolute shit but 99 of the people in the room think it's great you're more apt to agree with them just and to be like well you know yeah it wasn't as bad as i thought i guess it was good yeah it was really it was a good movie you know like i mean i don't know if that i mean i'd like to think that i would stick to my guns and be like no this movie was shit you're all fucking crazy but you know i don't know well it's like you know watching a saturday night live with Kristen wig i just hate it because Kristen wig is on it but there are good skits and some of the skits she is in are good so people can sway my opinion on a Kristen Christian wig snl because sometimes she is funny but going into it i i dread it because yeah, she I just, just bums me can't out can't stand her <laughs> i have yeah. no problem with Kristen wig <laughs> Totally bums me out. She does that crazy girl with the tiny hands. It's fucking oh my hilarious. God, it's so awful. <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's not 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 a good sketch. No. <laughs> See, you're not swaying me. I'm sticking to my guns. That shit's funny. Yeah, that's fine. You're in you're in no peril though. I'm, I'm with you. I feel like I would be more likely to buckle if self preservation, you know, were an issue. Sure. I am again, even even in uh, degrees that. You know, make me wonder if I'm just being, you know, short-sighted or insensitive. Like our earlier story. In my, as far as I know, because, you know, people did it for years, being gay is something that's really easy to hide from other people. Mm. So if I were gay and living in Chechnya, I would probably not be in that much fear. I would probably just hide the fact that I were gay to the best of my ability for as long as it took to get me out of that country. Yeah. Like, I'm okay taking down my flags and removing my bumper stickers and not getting laid for a year or three, if that's what it takes to get out. to not be lynched in the streets. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, self-preservation has I got mean, to rule over Yeah, a protesting. lot of things. Yeah. But it's funny because when we, were telling, when we were talking about that story, I started thinking, what if one day the gays took over in this country and was like, you can't be heterosexual anymore? Yeah. And I was like, how long could I fake that? 
And that's what we're asking them to do. Exactly. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm putting myself in their position. I'm like, well, I imagine if it's a crazy country like that, they're probably monitoring my internet activity. So that's out the window. So I can't get <laughs> right. it released that way. Right. I'm not saying it would be fun. <laughs> I'm saying that I could, you know, if that were the case in this country, I could just be a single dude who's really wrapped up in my work until I found a way to get to Canada. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's Ian, there's um, there's a lot I could probably suffer through if my life was on the line. Yeah, yeah, I would like to think yes. I would not survive under torture. I would admit to everything you asked me if you would just stop <laughs> doing what you're doing. So, so my brain went to an interesting place. Are you then saying that it's it's easier to be a martyr if you have a belief in a otherworldly gift and an, and an afterlife? Oh, probably. Well, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yes. So maybe it doesn't require you to be a sociopath to uh, blow yourself up if you believe in stuff. He just flip-flopped it on us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He brought it back around and and tied it back into the show that we were discussing. (laughs) Interesting. So to make things a little bit lighter. No, please. Yes. The last, well, kind of the last thing. I, I have a little bit on Trump, but. The uh, the last other piece of news that I have is there is a Christian, a creationist, who has filed lawsuit against the Grand Canyon for religious discrimination. <laughs> this guy, he's a young Earth creationist. His name is uh, Snelling. I can't find his first name right now, but his last name is Snelling. He, uh, he wanted to go to the Grand Canyon and take 50 to 60 fist-sized rocks so that he could uh, study them in order to prove that the Grand Canyon was formed by the by Noah's flood and not by, you know, how it actually was formed. Um, <laughs> the Colorado River? Yeah. Over millions of years, yeah. Natural erosion? <laughs> yeah. So he wants to he wants to be able to prove that uh, that it was the the flood, the quick uh, flow of water. Of the flood was what caused the Grand Canyon. And, uh, yeah, the, the parks organization said, uh, no, no, you can't, you can't take these rocks. Now, and his, his, he cited that several different scientists and scientific groups do studies in, in the Grand Canyon and that he should be allowed to as well. Well, they're scientific studies. Well, not. he's going to be doing a scientific study just to prove. Well, do they, I'm sure they go through some process to actually collect these rocks that are legal. Yes, you know, they do. There's probably forms and shit. You just can't walk up there and say, well, I'm going to do some studies. Well, that's what he's saying. He's trying to do the same thing that the scientists are doing. The scientists are right. filling out the forms and they're getting their permission. He's trying to get Did the he? same permission. Oh, they're not even giving them the forms? Well, they're giving them the forms, but then turning them down. Yeah, because it's... Silly. <laughs> well, does he have any kind of degree in anything? Or is he just some ah. fucking jerk-off who thinks he can look at rocks and good prove question. this? That's a good question. I don't know. Andrew well, Snelling. He's a legit scientist. Me. Let him go. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if he's just, it just says here he's a, It just says he's a prominent young Earth creationist. Can well, you he, get a degree in that? <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's not a if he's not a you know a geologist or something related to geology, it seems kind of pointless. Yeah. Oh my god! This will probably go to the Supreme fucking Court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, I Snelling. I don't know if Snelling. I don't know if uh, if now I find myself on the other side of the Jared. Why fight this particular fight <laughs> argument? Well, or I was just about to go there, Ian. <laughs> right, and I, I I I traditionally don't support you, but I guess one, if there's one thing that great scientists like you know, and modern scientists like. 
Dr. Tyson and other people have taught me is you don't need an agree. You don't need a degree to be a scientist. All you need to do is, you know, ask questions and apply the scientific method. Boom. You're a scientist. I have bad news. But though. What's that? He is a creational geologist. He has a PhD in geology from the University of Sydney. Yeah. Give him some rocks. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> so- Either, but I was just about to go to him like, even if he wasn't. <laughs> Just give him fucking ten rocks. What is the yeah? Yeah, but you can't uh, you can't do that to everybody. Otherwise, the Grand Canyon just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> <laughs> well, then give right. him ten rocks and make him fun of sign a form saying he will return the ten rocks when he's done studying them. Right, That's reasonable. I mean, so the uh, right the the park uh, in a uh, note from the park the uh, th- apparently they solicited peer reviews from three mainstream geologists and. Uh, the, all three overwhelmingly denounced the work and his proposed work as not being scientifically valid. If they apply the same rules to everybody else that applies to study rocks in Grand Canyon, I am fine with that. And if you have to have peer review before you get materials, and that's consistent, yeah, I'm fine with it then. Right, but if they're just shutting him down because he's silly, that is not appropriate. Agreed. Apparently, Where did he get his degree from? America University? Uh, that University, I don't know. <laughs> University of Sydney. Oh, there you go. Mm. Which could be mail order, I don't know. They also say that he did not disclose that he is affiliated with Answers in Genesis, uh, nor did he explicitly say that he wanted to prove the Grand Canyon is young. He, (laughs) apparently in the paperwork, it, it wasn't based on his creationist views. It was only based on the scientific study that he proposed. So I'm more and more leaning with the parks here. I was originally, but I think I'm <laughs> I'm stronger now than I was previously. Right. I, again, I'm with Karen. As long as the parks have a clearly outlined set of rules and, you know, they apply them to everybody equally. That's all, all we can ask, really. And he has a sound hypothesis that is, well, and that you know, follows along with the rules. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah, just the rules. Yeah. I don't care what his weird question is. Yeah. If he fills out all the right forms and is... I don't know what the what the rules are, but whatever whatever the park's rules are, as long as he follows them, I, I don't see a reason he shouldn't be given rocks. You know what I think it is? I think mm-hmm. this park service is trying to cover something up, and I <laughs> think there really is young Earth. They're on. He, they're, they're afraid this guy's gonna fucking bust his shit wide open, and that's why they don't want to give him the rocks. <laughs> uh. Well, supposedly there was a theory that because there used to be a giant inland sea in the middle of the United States, where, where it's super flat in the middle. Supposedly, there's a th- I think there was a theory that it, it, the Grand Canyon drained part of it very quickly when the, you know, when it broke, when the dam broke and the inner, and that sea flooded out into the oceans. I, I don't know if this is current. It's probably very old. But it could have been created, quote, quickly, unquote. I'm doing air quotes. That's as a- in not millions of years. Yeah, I don't buy that, because yeah. <laughs> every other study <laughs> doesn't, doesn't prove that out. But... I understand, and I'm not saying we should discount absolutely every hypothesis, but again, when you, it sounds like they actually did their due diligence. Mm. They submitted stuff for peer review before granting them permission to just stay, take things out of the Grand Canyon. And, uh, I, I, I think they're on solid ground. My only no counter argument <laughs> is I've been there and it's so huge. That I don't know what, you know, 50 rocks. Meh. 50? I thought you wanted five to six. No, 50. 50, 50 to 60. Fist. That's outrageous. That's a lot of rocks. <laughs> They're only fist sized. <laughs> I was. I thought he said five to six. I don't know where I didn't hear fifty to sixty. I'm. I'm more opposed now. That is. That is an excessive sample. 
He's probably just going to break them. <laughs> I can't have the secret getting out. Just break the fucking... I'll keep taking 50 at a time if I have to. <laughs> Empty it out. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I guess I would... I would. The only other argument would say that in, in the spirit of fairness, I would say give him the rocks because even... Uh, you know, even even some people on the other side have broken down and didn't they let scientists look at like a uh, couple fibers of the Shroud of Turin every now and again? Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Let him have some rocks. Jiminy. <laughs> as long as he's going through the proper channels. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's I'm not saying. like he's going to prove anything. Let him fucking knock himself out. Maybe, maybe we should request, yeah, do this quid pro quo. So if we give you rocks from the Grand Canyon, you have us, you have to give us a piece of that bone you think is from St. Peter. <laughs> sure. And that piece of wood that's supposedly from the Ark. There you go. <laughs> you get to test our theories, we get to test your theories. I'm down with that. You got to imagine these people at the Park Service are like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. We're good. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> they see his name on an envelope and they're just praying for a government shutdown. <laughs> so the last thing that I have, there is an article on, I, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, Shorenstein Center? Mm. Uh, Shorenstein Center? Probably Stein. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've learned recently that that's how you pronounce those letters. <laughs> With Rosenstein. <laughs> So uh, there, there's an article on here about the first 100 days of the Trump presidency, how things have panned out over media. And I, I, there are some a few statistics on here that I find very interesting. They basically they break it down and they've got uh, pie charts and graph charts on what's been talked about, what Trump talked about, who talked about Trump. And by the way, percentage of TV talking time when Trump is the topic of the story, Trump is talking 65 percent of the time. On, on the news. But they, they also, the things that I found interesting, the tone of the president's news coverage. So if you look at like Clinton and Bush, it's really right around 60-40, 60% negative, 40% positive. Uh, hmm. Do you remember all the negative talk while Obama was in office? Yeah. 40% negative, 60%, well, it's 41% negative, 59% positive. So this he is has, over the media as a whole. Yeah. There's okay. a there's a the tone of during the Obama presidency was way more positive than uh, predecessors. Well, it's the liberal media. What do you expect? Uh, <laughs> Trump, Trump, 80 percent negative, 20 percent positive. <laughs> I mean, as much as I do believe this, how do you fucking gauge that? Uh, yeah. it, it goes into details on where they got their data from. All right. I'm not reading it all. It's a lot of data. <laughs> I mean, I believe. I mean, it's absolutely true. I mean, that twenty percent is <laughs> fucking Fox News alone, right there. That's it. Sure. So yeah, there's a couple of different graphs. There's a bar graph. There's a chart. There's yeah, it's all sorts of stuff. The next thing that I see is uh, United States news outlets. It has broken down the different outlets and the percentage of <laughs> positive versus negative. So topping the list, CNN ninety three percent negative, seven percent positive. Uh, NBC is the same. CBS only slightly better. Uh, New York Times, Washington Post has positive in the teens. Wall Street Journal thirty percent positive and then fox 48 percent positive 52 percent negative even fox 50 can't even be on that i know well it says fair and balanced what <laughs> no i'm telling you it's those dissenters now that that when ales left shep smith and uh and uh yeah. and, and chris wallace they ain't taking no shit those guys yeah <laughs> they are not did you see 
Shepard Smith in the interview with a, a, a I believe it was a, a Trump aide who was like, yeah, that was really bad what happened in Manchester. Good thing we have someone like Trump in office who is going to just take those terrorists. He was like, stop <laughs> talking. He was like, how dare you politicize something that just happened eight hours ago? Don't talk anymore. And the guy was like, oh. sorry. <laughs> Oh, you didn't see James uh, Woolley or whatever that guy, the former head of the CIA? What's his name? Was that him? Was that the guy who... Maybe who it was when he was Shepherd like... Shepard Smith was like, stop <laughs> trying to bring make this a Trump-Obama issue. Yeah, I didn't like, see who he was talking to. You are woefully inappropriate. It was. It was and him. he absolutely was like, yeah, this is clearly Obama's fault. <laughs> yep. What? Oh, yeah. Manchester. Yep. He was like, yep, 100% Obama's fault. And Shepard Smith was having none of it. <laughs> Like none of it. I well, was, he put I it, was he really put it in the sense it, it must have been because now I'm thinking about it. He does come out and he's like, "Well, it's a good thing we do have a president now who will who deals with things like this, as opposed to the eight years that we didn't deal with this kind of thing, and oh we're very God. lax on it." Even though they used to call him the fucking drone and drone commander in chief, because you know, I mean, let's face it, Obama bombed shit just like any other president. Trump's bombing a lot more. Eh, it's. Obama was no peace peacekeeper. Oh, agreed, agreed. But the the willingness to bomb is much higher now. From well, a couple or of is it just I the saw. I don't care what you do, I'll sign off on it. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. what these these words mean, so I'm just going to sign. <laughs> yeah, but either way, yeah, there there are a few people of Fox not not towing the line. Yeah. Did you see that they printed a retraction today? Really? On their on their website, they said, sorry about that story we made up about Seth Rich. It's probably not true. We're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Have you wandered into the Donald on uh, the, sub- the Donald subreddit recently? No, it imploded. Oh, my God. <laughs> it imploded and left the site. Oh, did it? Yeah. Excellent. It's no longer it's no longer on the site. The, the moderators had a meltdown and he said that. The owner of Reddit is nothing but a shit lib cuck, Ooh. and I'm tired. He's like, you guys don't defend us in any way. We're all being doxxed and threatened, and if anybody want to come, comes and threatens me, know that I have a concealed, I have a permit to conceal carry, and I will show any of you my skills. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that that was the last they were seen on Reddit. So there is no more R the Donald. Oh, so it, it and it was Sean Hannity who was really hyping that shit up, right? What's that? The Seth Rich? Yeah, him and uh, him and Newt, Newt Gingrich is a big fan of that. Oh yeah, that he conspiracy. does love that. Yeah, they're bonkers. Holy crap! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I don't. You guys don't watch that. Uh, Keith Olbermann does a a daily kind of vlog on GQ that's on YouTube, and it's all about politics and shit like that. Mm. It's pretty good. But he was talking about the Seth, Seth Rich story yesterday, and he was going on and on about. Sean Hannity and how Sean Hannity talks about it on on the radio show more than he does on the TV show. But he did tweet about it. And he tells this story about back in the day that he used to work at the same radio station as Sean Hannity. They, they worked across from each other. And when Sean was done, he would walk out of, out of the, the booth and be like, I can't believe people believe this shit that I'm saying to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, they actually believe it. He's like, I don't, I, he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm only interested in ratings and stuff like that. He goes, but it's unbelievable. Well, there was a, a story that Kellyanne Conway does the same kind of thing. After she gets the yeah. off the air, she's like, oh, my God. I can't believe I got to say this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the Morning Joe crew, they fucking outed her right on the air. They're like, yeah. She's like, ugh, I need a shower. I got to go. I can't believe I just said what I did. Or said what I said. 
It's unbelievable what huh. these people will do for buck and money. Yeah. And like I said earlier, I would probably do it too right. if you paid me. <laughs> I was going to say, if by that you mean totally believable what these people would do for money? Yeah. yeah. So we should probably say what uh, – did we have we mentioned Seth Rich before and the story behind that? Because we might have viewers that have no freaking idea what we're talking about. Is it even <laughs> oh. worth t- talking about this? Uh, it's such horseshit. Right. Here's the short version. Thank you. There was a gentleman named Seth Rich. He worked for the DNC. He was murdered one night. Two, three weeks later, uh, WikiLeaks dropped a bunch of the the emails uh, on the Clinton campaign, and now Republicans are coming back around and saying, aha, you remember that DNC guy who got murdered? He's the one that leaked all the emails. The Russians had nothing to do with anything. And everybody went, why did you come to that conclusion? Well, they said, Clinton is the one who murdered him, right? Yeah, oh, of course. I, I don't know if, yeah. they, if they were solid on that, but of course. <laughs> of course she did. Yeah. So she he was killed because he was he did or he was going to leak all the stuff to WikiLeaks. So that well, is- according to Newt Gingrich, he could not stand to see the corruption going on over at the DNC any further. <laughs> Meanwhile, his parents are saying, shut up. Let us grieve. Just shut yeah. up about our son. <laughs> yeah, our son and then- was... Robbed and murdered. Please stop making this ridiculous story up. <laughs> and yeah. they put out some video saying that, and then they, they those guys cherry picked something out of that video saying, like, see, there are they believe us. The Ugh. parents are with us. God. <laughs> no Ugh. conscience, no fucking morals. No. None. Is it possible this is obviously a, a hypothetical, I would never do this, but is it maybe high time that we took up arms ourselves? And just wipe these fucking people out <laughs> and just be done with it. And just, I mean, like, seriously, like, it will just be a better planet altogether. Well, the problem is... Uh, I don't know that that much murder would create a better planet. <laughs> I mean, I, it's a horrible thing to, to slug through, but I, I feel the, in the end, we'll be better off. I mean, listen, I can't live in that world. It's like... I don't know how to identify them all and then qualify yeah. them all as not... You know, worth living, and it'll take a while. We'll have to a, a long questionnaire <laughs> that they have to go through. But if you have you guys ever seen Serenity, the movie Serenity, yeah, and the the uh, the villain in that is the he's working for the government, and he's like, I kill women and children because I believe in an ideal, and in the end, he's like, but I can't live in the world that I'm fighting for. I'm an awful fucking person, mm-hmm. but I will fight for that world. But in the end, I can't live in it. Maybe that's what I have to be. I just can't live in this. I can't live in that perfect world, but I will help you fight for it. I don't know if I can <laughs> murder women and children, though. You know what? Forget I said that. <laughs> it was just an off-the-cuff thought. The, the problem is, too, that there's there's too many people to fight. There's, you know, religious fundamentalists you have to fight. There's um, political fundamentalists, not crazies that you have to fight. Oh, I thought he was specifically talking about the conspiracy theory Trump followers. That- oh, that's just a tip oh, of no, the iceberg. Oh, no, no, Ray. I meant – Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Jared was talking about a mass culling. <laughs> but it's so many what people. What movie Serenity? Why don't I know that film? Well, Should I, I know that, that film? That was Firefly, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was the, the Firefly movie. Yeah, yeah I, don't re- I don't remember that being part of it. I guess I'll have oh, to rewatch it. it. It's rewatch it. I will. It's, it's very interesting. That <laughs> I don't think it's going to take process. much for you to talk Ian into watching <laughs> yeah, that movie. That movie, was, that movie was wonderful. Was it Nathan Finnegan? Or Finnegan, whatever his name is? Fillion? Nathan Fillion? Fillion. Fillion. That's it. But no, he's not the one who says it. The oh. the villain in the movie who is, uh, what's his name? Etchewald. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, the, the the guy who plays Black. No, no. Um, Baron Mordo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, again, he's got a. I didn't know uh, he was Baron Mordo. Neat. 
Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll check it out. I, I will do that. Thanks, Jared. I'm sure you might be able to just find his uh, speech on YouTube instead of having to watch the whole movie. It's yeah, a good movie. Well, again, that, like, like Ray was saying, it's not going to be a burden for me to, to watch that movie. Uh, I'll treat myself to a rewatching of that and brace myself for some of the scenes I was not prepared for in the first time. Mm. But uh, that's fair. So, you know, give me a heads up before you go on your... Rampage. You rampage. Actually, no, 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 I don't. No. Want, I don't want to be yeah culpable in any way. I was just the right. thought. It wasn't right. anything I plan on doing. That's fine. If they were to magically all disappear, it would be a great planet. I'm just mm. saying, <laughs> nothing would be holding us back. We would have flying cars in ten fucking years. Easy. Yeah, we probably would. <laughs> Stop taking us back to the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think uh, I think that's all I've got for this week. Anybody want to uh, bring up anything else? Uh, I have a tiny anecdote, and I'll try to keep it brief. Hi. But uh, this weekend, we, my, my family, my wife and my son, were out. We have like one day a week where people are all are, are, congregate, and they bring all the food trucks. Uh, you should have known this was a food truck story when I started talking uh, <laughs> I to one to one place, and uh, we decided that that's where our dinner was going to be. There was a group of people handing out religious literature and uh you know talking to people and i went to get myself some delicious hot dogs and when i came back there was a gentleman talking to kelly and she's like oh thank god please <laughs> please talk to my husband instead and uh in his defense he was perfectly fine he was he was pretty friendly he just didn't know a ton about his own religion mm. and he wasn't very articulate so she was kind of stuck and he started with me and he was like so are you familiar with the ten commandments and i was like yes <laughs> and uh he was like so have you ever you know stolen anything i was like of course and he's like so what does that make you i said well it makes me someone who has stolen something <laughs> It only makes me a thief if I let that portion of my character define who I am. You know, it's something that I've done, but not something that I am, you know, proud of or hope to repeat necessarily. But what's your next question? And uh, it was uh, the same thing about lying. And I, I gave him the yeah. same answer. And he said, OK. And then but then he goes, well, like before he said, before you were with your wife, have you had you ever looked at uh, a woman in in a lustful way. And I said, yeah. And he said, what's, what does that make you? And I said, done more than uh, that, buddy. Well, I was like, I was like, it makes me a heterosexual guy. And he's like, what? And I, then he's like, no, no, before your wife. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, have you ever looked at, at any woman lustful? I was like, yes. And he was like, well, that, and then after we went around a couple times, I just felt bad because he just didn't understand what the word adultery meant. Right. Mm. And that's where we were getting hung up. And I was like, oh, an adulterer. No, sir, that is only possible when you're already married. So it's not before my wife. It's since my wife. Since my wife have I looked at any other women lustfully with lustful thoughts. And yes, the answer is still yes. But have you acted on it is the actual question. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And, uh, and, wow. and I – so it went on for a little while, but he was fine. I was still enjoying my hot dogs. Owen was playing and having a good time. And um, I because he was like, well, what do, you, what do you think your chances are of getting to heaven? And I said, setting aside the fact that I think they're zero because I don't think it exists, I would say 
you know, 100% because I know how your system works. As long as I just repent my sins on my deathbed and accept Christ into my life, I'm good. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you're, you're right. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I'll get around to it then. I was like, if need be, I'll get around to it. And, it, and he was like, well, you know, I, I'm glad you're out here. He's like, what's something that makes you a good person? I was like, I, I'm a pretty good dad. He's like, oh, that's good. <laughs> we just kept talking. And I was like, listen, I definitely understand what's going on. And despite the fact that I'm an atheist, I support what you're doing because here's what happened. You discovered your faith and it filled you up in such a way that you had never felt anything like that before. And it made you feel good and it made you feel at peace. And you want so badly to share that with other people you're out here doing that. Now, that's not for me. I am a fulfilled person on all levels, but please enjoy the rest of your afternoon and continuing to to share what you feel you need to share with other people. And uh, he just shook my hand and thanked me and went on his way. And, uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a very neutral to positive exchange. Hmm. I just felt bad that he didn't understand his commandments and didn't know what adultery meant. Right. Did you engage him simply to amuse yourself? Because <laughs> no, I don't he, know how he, you didn't tell him to get the fuck away from you, because that's what I would have done. He, and he engaged Kelly, hmm. and Kelly said, please redirect. I want to eat my food. <laughs> and I don't like talking to strangers. Hmm. And I said, no problem. So I, you know, took it upon myself to chat with him. And I didn't, uh, hopefully, I kept him in the neutral to positive category. I didn't want him... You know, being like, oh, I went over there and there was an atheist family and they told me to fuck off. <laughs> Typical atheist. I, like, no, I was like, listen, I know what you're up to, dude. And that's fine. You, you're, you're living your life your way. You're not, you know, going to change the way we live our lives. And uh, have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. It's really Balls sunny outside. And I wanted to put the fear into him that to be going up to random people. <laughs> be like, shit, I might get shit on. <laughs> I'm just going to pack it up and go home and worship by myself. <laughs> No, he was. It was too nice of a day. There were food trucks, Jared. What, what else <laughs> uh, could I want? You're right. You were high on food trucks. I got it. <laughs> I was. I was. My cheesesteak egg roll and a special dipping sauce. Mm. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. This was a good show. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was awesome. I love that. It. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I'm happy to glad glad to be back this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and that's. It's honestly, I find it difficult to treat people that approach me that way, but it is the right way to handle them, engage them in conversation, and make sure that the people that have never actually known that they've met an atheist come away with it with a good experience. It's, right. Yeah. It's no way. Right. He was... Uh, his, <laughs> at, it, for that particular instance, his goal, at least from what I perceived, seemed genuine. He wasn't hoping for a donation or financial gain or... You know, to gain some sort of control over me socially or, you know, anything like that. He, he just, he, he thought, man, what I'm doing is so right. Mm. How could someone else not want this in their lives? And I was like, it's, that's, that's keep on keeping on, dude. See, I may not have necessarily told him to fuck off, but I definitely would have been like, nope, stop. Just stop what you're doing. Stop right now. I'm not, just go away. I'm not buying it. Just please move along. You're wasting your breath. You know, I guess it depends on the circumstances. Like, I'm never going to engage with the the ass that stands in the middle of the campus and just argues with people. He he's way too. Yeah, I was going to say he's not there for that purpose. Right. He yeah. is not there to exchange ideas. He is not yeah. there to make anybody's life better. Nope. 
He's just there to spout nonsense and get attention from Wait, himself. are you talking about the... Uh, the campus preacher. Willard Preacher? Yeah. The Willard Preacher. That's Willard who preacher. I was thinking of, yeah. yeah. Gary's still up to it? Oh, yeah. Good for him. He was, yeah. he was last year. I, I haven't seen him for a while, but I don't get over that way that much, so... Right, right. And it's been a, a particularly cool spring, so I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't come out till it's warm out, yeah. Because nobody wants to talk to him when it's cold. Yeah, he's been doing it for... Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Decades. At least 30 years? Yeah. And you just don't want to engage with him because he he's got the he's got his pattern down and there's no oh yeah he's, he's no, yeah absolutely there's no, there's yeah. no breaking him over his pattern <laughs> no you don't you don't want to he's got a script that he needs to stick to yep he needs perfected it over the last he's heard everything he expects to hear over the last thirty years yep so that person I'm not willing to engage with but somebody I mean, we had somebody that came to our door a while ago and he wanted to talk tell us about his new church. I'm like, well, I'm an atheist, but, you know, have a nice day. He's like, oh, okay, have a nice day. I'm like, that's a good interaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good day. <laughs> Thanks, but no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Do it. If anybody, Bye. if any listener has any comments or questions, you can leave it on our website, profaneargument.com, or you can message us on Twitter at profanearg or email godless at profaneargument.com. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast i would like to encourage you to leave a review on itunes soundcloud or google play or wherever you happen to listen or to uh, share the podcast on social media or support it directly by uh, going to profaneargument.com and picking up a t-shirt uh, and finally i'd like to encourage everyone to check out other podcasts other shows on the soon to be named network soon to be named network.com or soon to be named network.tumblr.com where you can uh, pull up any of the shows that are on our network for your listening pleasure i uh, want to thank everyone for listening and until next time i am ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god go with you